Hello, and welcome to episode 122 of the Gaming Fix podcast. I'm your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite breakfast pasta. Joining me today is Pat. What? What is what is the best breakfast? It's whatever pasta? your heart tells you, it is. Like, do you want like a? You don't want like a, a ravioli because that's probably got some savory in it. Well, because there's breakfast ramen, right? Like ramen. that's pretty. I'm. I have been definitely been told in the past that I it's mean, pretty common. I to mean, have ramen if for people breakfast, like you would if know you're better like than me, out so. all night <laughs> at karaoke and then like past last train and you stay up that's then, a like, different like, thing okay it's 7 a.m i'm gonna get some breakfast ramen maybe uh you could, I've, you could like fry an egg over some pasta i mean that's just carbon on i mean i do that all the time just eggy pasta i do that with uh and, i do that with and with our, our sweet egg boy today alex i i was holding off one hell of a sneeze while you were talking through all that <laughs> I could tell that I was like, you're either very disgusted or <laughs> there's a sneeze in there. And I, I figured it was the sneeze there. Uh, so I, I Googled breakfast ramen, but first I fucked up and just Googled breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Already uh, thinking about the morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are recipes on the internet for breakfast ramen, but uh-huh. I've, I've never well, of course sure yeah, you could put breakfast I've, anything I've, in and there'd be recipes I, for it the earliest like ramen places open is like 11 that's like brunch at best early lunch so I, I don't know about breakfast ramen I'm enjoying a uh, uh, delicious mint chocolate soylent for my breakfast this morning um, which uh, would probably be really disgusting over pasta yeah but Hey, if you wanted to, if you wanted to carb up this already um, high carb because it's designed as a meal replacement <laughs> beverage, okay, so you could do you that. So what if you took Soylent and cooked rice in it? Ooh, it'd be like a rice. Couldn't could that end up like a rice pudding? <laughs> God, <laughs> you get like a like a rice pudding type type of thing. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, then crush up, crush up some, I crush up was some Oreos prepared. In that. I was prepared for whatever you said after what if you took Soylent to be revolting, but that was <laughs> worse than I was thinking oh, it would the be. texture, the... Mm. Oh, That's, yeah. All right. No, 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 I'm trying. The, no, wait, the, I can't. Soylent is illegal here. Oh, it is? No, it's legal yes. there now, I think. I'm pretty sure. Last I saw it, maybe it's illegal again, <laughs> but it became food. legal there. It's it's the trade-off. You get Cadbury ago. cream egg, or you get the, the Kinder eggs, but you don't get Soylent, and America gets Soylent, but not Kinder eggs, so... It was illegal in Canada because of a labeling issue, I believe. Like they had to put like they had to produce specific labels for Canada because Canada made them do something like put like this is not a meal replacement on the thing that's like literally marketed as a meal (laughs) replacement or something. I don't know. It was it was something where they had to like start producing specific Canadian stock because the labeling was not like it is appropriate. Anyways. Happy episode one twenty two, everybody! Yeah, we we made it finally mm-hmm. the big one two two. Yep, and no podcast has ever made it this far. <laughs> nope, um, not on May twenty third. 
one, two, two, one. Oh, that's a dangerous statement. <laughs> I bet there's a podcast that released <laughs> their 122nd episode on a May 23rd. Yeah. This one, baby. I would almost bet money on it. There's so many podcasts. <laughs> like, just take the number of white people in the world and and then multiply that by three, and there that's is, how many podcasts that is, there are. So, uh, there is a shortage of podcasting uh, mics and like webcams on the internet because everyone's stuck at home hmm. and starting a podcast. So, um, I have. I have another friend that is starting a podcast and told me that he wants me to come on. Wow. <laughs> and do they listen to this podcast? There's more coffee pouring for you. Uh, they have oh, yeah. in the past. Yes. He's not really okay. a, a, a big video game guy. Um, well, so uh, he's but 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 he has listened to okay. show support in the past. Well, speaking of support. Uh, some of us, uh-huh. some of us played. There's I know, two yeah. ways this can go. Well, uh, we can, uh, where do you, so we all we all at least touched both the games we're going to talk about. Uh, some of us touched these games more than others. Where do we want to start? And some of them, some of them touched us more than yeah, more than others. I mean, we'll get there. Show me on the computer <laughs> where the game touched you. Uh, well, let's, on the heart. Yeah. let's start with uh, Crucible, the, the hottest new release from Amazon. The, the new release from uh, this. What's the name of this? Yeah, yeah what's the name of the actual studios. studio that made it? I forget. Oh, it's like Rip Tire or something like that. I actually have it up in oh, studio. Okay. It's Relentless Studio. <laughs> Close enough to Rip Tire. Ripped. <laughs> Rip Tire. I mean, start with the R. They're kind um, of like an Overwatch ish thing. Their logo. Yeah, just be direct name of an Overwatch move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Their logo, Relentless Studio's logo, is, is like funny because they are yep. part of Amazon. Um, they're like an internal team. And so their, their logo has like the yeah. prime. The like arrow in it, but it's like it's like twisted into a figure eight <laughs> and made to look like it's like oh, yeah, it's a little it's, weird. Yeah, it's funny. It, you know, I mean, I this is it strikes me as uh, the kind of branding that someone at Amazon would slap on an internal studio mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, it's, so what's Crucible? This game, what do you what do you do? What is it? It's you. You do, you have, it's a hero shooter, um, and it's not very good, so we should say that up so front. So it's like a uh, Day of Defeat. Uh, oh, I wish it was like Day of Defeat. Man, that would be good. Same. I love Day of Defeat. <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, it's more like... Um, oh, I'm trying to think of one of Battleborn. the hero shooters that's Paladins. very bad. Yeah, Battleborn's a good hey, point Rooney Kenshin for sure. Um, Sorry, that's not what it's like, but in the background of <laughs> it's not like Rooney anyway, Kenshin. Maybe the less said about Rooney um, Kenshin, the better. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, no, Crucible is is a is a hero shooter where you have uh, a raw an enormous roster oh, of ten characters. Um, where uh, you know each of the characters has a set of abilities. They have unique weapons and. Um, they the game modes are focused around like completing objectives and kind of in theory combining um, your team's abilities 
to put them against your the opposing team and it creates like interesting situations like you would get out of a game like League of Legends or Dota but with a more action focus um closer to something like yeah. uh, a shooter. What um and the only reason I don't draw an Overwatch comparison is because aside from like control method the, the Overwatch is a team fortress style game. Um it's also a hero shooter but this game is trying to go in a more to me, it feels anyway like it's trying to go in a more um, like Paragon MOBA direction with. Yeah. Yeah. Paragon is actually a closer touchstone than Overwatch, even though Paragon was a, was actually yeah. a lot like Smite. Yeah. Which, <laughs> one of the games that we've mentioned <laughs> is that's not true. Overwatch and Team Fortress are good, but uh, but but like Smite is the good version of that, right? Like Smite is is has grown into being like I actually played Smite last night. Smite has grown into being like a really 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 yeah. good game over the years. Sure. Um, I don't think Crucible is going to grow into much of anything. Yeah, in, in my notes here, <laughs> um, I have it written that I don't know if it's going to last much more than six months. I think that's a good uh, that's a good guess. Um, Amazon backed; they can I, I, it's drag this out as long as they want. Well, the, the, well they can, and I think that's if there's no one playing it, then yeah. who cares? Yeah, and I think that's a larger, the more interesting thing to watch with this game actually than the gameplay itself. Um, when I first started playing it, I was interested because I like the characters are really generic. Like they could be pulled from any number of others. This is a problem Paragon had too. They could be pulled from any number of other action shooters with characters. Um, They're, they're not, they don't have a lot of personality. The voice acting is not good. Um, The art design isn't great. And I don't think it looks that good. I kept seeing people talking about how the one thing that's got going for it is great graphics. I don't think they should see the hives when those show up and the animations with those. They're pretty terrible. They're very Uh, bad. Yeah, it looks a little Um, grungy. And I don't know about you guys, but on my system, it doesn't run particularly well. It runs fine for me, but I'm kind of throwing like a lot of horsepower at a game that really shouldn't fair, need fair. much. And I don't think it's optimized well either way. Um, and I think the reason that I even tried to get into it is because I, I, the one thing that I like about it is, um, well, the two things that I like about it are one. I like the concept of a lot of the character kits, sure. um, even though they're not particularly balanced or well executed. Uh, they have interesting diversity in terms of like, Oh, you have your generic soldier guy who's boring, but then like the minigun guy has, um, a passive tree that you can spec so that his minigun is always charged up a little bit or whatever. Um, and some of that stuff is interesting. The, 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 my favorite character is the, um, she can switch between using like a pistol and a sword, and um, you can spec her to be more melee focused or more range focused. Um, but the problem is that the kits don't really have any balance. And then the other thing that I like in theory is the game modes are focused around like PVE also, but also fighting players. Like you're ultimately going to have to beat other players, but there are PVE elements in the environment to level you up. Which is how you level along those passive trees. Yeah, it's interesting. At the end um, of the match, um, you don't really get to see stats during the match. Like you can't hit tab and look at you know people's KDA, but it does right. break out 
how much uh, quote unquote essence people have gotten, as well as how much damage they've gotten. Essence being the essence yeah, just being yeah, XP, XP that you use to level up, which you can get from killing yeah. the equivalent of mobs. Yeah, the problem is that the AI, the, the the environmental enemies or whatever the the mobs are yeah. boring, and they don't. There's like some that stand in one spot and shoot at you, and then there's some that run at you, and there's they're not float. good. Um, so it's anthem. That's true. Uh, and then, the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if Bioware said we're launching, if Bioware Apex Legend Anthem, it would be the Crucible for the 100% Crucible for sure. The art style so is similar enough. Destiny. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the other problem. The name of the Crucible is not good because Destiny, which is um, Man, significantly, significantly better, game more popular. Has a thing called yeah. called the Crucible, so yeah, it's it's unfortunate because early on I was excited about the premise because I really liked Evolve sure. um, back when that game existed, um, and I really like uh, the concept of like a shooter that is more of a shooter that has MOBA elements to it because I like MOBAs and I like shooters a lot, and I think both of those genres have mm-hmm. gotten pretty stale. Um, I still enjoy League and Dota and Smite. Uh, and I still enjoy Modern Warfare and Overwatch and, um, you know, other shooters, Day of Defeat. But uh, um, the cultural touch. I, I think that both of those genres, from a multiplayer perspective, they're both pretty out of gas from in terms sure. of ideas. Um, and uh, so I was kind of excited at the prospect of, of another game trying to do that thing. Um and it's another game that just yeah, misses like, the mark, basically. Like one of the things that hit. kind of pulled me towards it was it almost seemed Monster Hunter-esque in some ways, in the way that like you're kind of grouping with your team and like taking they, out big big creatures and stuff like that. Yeah, they marketed yeah. it that so way. That was for definitely sure. interesting. Um, I wouldn't say the execution on that is particularly great because like sometimes you'll get big clusters of those uh, those mobs, those creeps, however you want to think of them. And like you Probably can just take care of them on your own with whatever character you're playing. If you just, if you just, yeah. oh yeah, like if you they're very them, easy to like kill. You'll be fine. And like that kind of leads me to one of my the- big problems with the game, and that is communication. Because uh, like they're the oh, only yeah. way to communicate in this game is via pinging. There's no voice chat. There's no text chat. Uh, which you know that's a choice, I guess, if you want to avoid. Abuse within your community—that's totally fine. Um, however, it means more often than not, you just kind of have to look at where your team is and kind of follow them, or hope they follow you. Because, like, if you're not all in the same place, the map is enormous. Like, it's super big. Like, if you're going to get from one end of it to the other, it's going to take you several minutes, about maybe like two or three minutes. But that's enough time to like, you know, miss an entire skirmish. But and, right, but yeah. So the old, like, if there's like a big cluster of enemies, and you're like, oh, let's go take care of that, get some XP or essence, then you kind of have to ping it. And if no one's the, the ping system is also kind of bad in that, like, it doesn't really bring anything up in the other people's UI that like flashes and like says like, oh, look at this. It like shows a little tiny icon for about five seconds, then it just kind of disappears. Yeah, um, yeah, and. It's especially frustrating because I think the one interesting wrinkle in this game's gameplay 
outside of the character kits being fun, mm-hmm. but ultimately pretty shallow when you, because of they're not very well balanced and because the passive trees are so limited. Um, the one other interesting thing that I thought was fun was sort of strategizing on, because there's these random events that right. happen. So um, you'll be in the middle of a match and it'll be like, okay, well now damage amplifiers are dropping. And so you pull up the map by hitting tab and you can see that in the Northwest corner of the map, there's a damage amplifier dropping, which will give your whole team a buff. So one of the only things I found as being particularly interesting is like strategizing around fighting over those, like getting those buffs. Yeah. Um, and if you can communicate with your team and say, hey, I'm going to go up and grab that buff, just stall them uh, and and don't engage hard until after I activate the buff. That could be a way to make the game a little bit more interesting. The problem is you can't really communicate that. You can ping the buff. And then everyone thinks that they're supposed to run there. <laughs> um, and I guess you could ping the enemy and then you could run there. But then it still doesn't really effectively convey, hey, I want you to stay here and fight and not die while I go get the buff. And then I'll join you and we can win the team fight yeah. and push for a hive. Um, when like that could be interesting if that were there as an option. So I don't know. There's certain things about it that I think are better than stuff like Battleborn in that like one of Battleborn's problems is that it was, in my opinion, too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was trying to be like kind of like a MOBA, but like certain characters moved really fast and fights were over really fast. Whereas I like that in Crucible, there's a slower pace to the combat. It's a lot more um, kind of plotting and you don't just die in a hit very often. Um but the problem is that there's so there's so little impact and like no feedback really for shooting and and hitting people and and the abilities don't really feel good to use. So it just makes the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it also all gives you flat. almost no indication when you're taking damage. Uh, so there's been many times where I've been yep. in the middle of the fight and then just died and I was like, "Wait, what? I thought I was at full health." But it like yeah. It also doesn't do a good job of like making clear since there's only 10 characters, there's more than likely going to it's 4v4 there's a battle royale mode too but I didn't even play that because that sounds like something I have I th- no interest I think it was doing li- like they uh, kind of have like limited time modes per day or something like that th- there's also a 5v4 or no 8v8 mode that I haven't seen pop up when I've been mm-hmm. on but the 4v4 mode seems yeah. like the main thing um and so you're going to see like repeats of characters on each team. And there's been a few times when I thought I was shooting at an enemy and it was actually a friendly and vice versa. Um, because the, the outline around enemies and friendlies is so thin that it's very hard to like tell at a glance if you're looking at an enemy or a friendly. So, and I think it has a lot of those problems. And then the technical issues that it has had oh, are just like yes. absurd. Uh, um, oh man, those it, are worth talking about at some point. But yeah, the, they, there's just like there's errors that are like they it it'll give you like a dump of like the script error specifically, but it's not the kind of thing that it's not like should oh see. error code four zero two three seven eight, and then you can go Google it and figure it out. It's just here's yeah, here's a like, line of code. No, it's it's like it's a like line of system dot exception yeah. dot like you know like what you would expect to see if you were doing debug code in an actual working application. Exactly. Like yeah. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. bizarre. Uh, yeah. And also like connecting to it yeah. for quite some time was nearly impossible. Like for the full first day, I couldn't connect to it at all. 
Which is, and that part's interesting because I never had any issues with that, but I, so many people did. Yeah. I, so I don't know what it was, was Jeff Beal was trying to win you back, Pat. <laughs> Kurt, he was creating <laughs> your favorite. But I think it was because that specifically was the login server. And once you've logged in once, you're in because it's given it's given you a token basically. Oh, so it, everybody was slamming yeah, into the login sense. server yeah. at the same time and no one could get in. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think the game is particularly good. Um, it yeah. had a has had a very poor reception yeah. on Steam. I think it's back up to mixed now, but it was at like pretty mostly negative or whatever is below mixed, not yeah. not all the way to very negative. Google yeah. says it's got a six out of uh, ten. Yeah. That on seems Steam. high. Uh, I don't know what that's that their, means. That's their, <laughs> that doesn't know, really mean what, anything. Uh, their coalition. So, or whatever. sorry, please go the, for it. This is kind of a conspiracy theory, so don't I'm not it's, don't don't read into this too hard. But a lot of the the when I see positive stuff on Twitter and these positive reviews on Steam for it, a lot of them read like, like someone was like, "Go on and put like a positive review on." Like, yeah, they don't read like like um, I'm trying to find the. There was one in particular, like fun game with a lot of potential. Hopefully, the devs capitalize on this fast with some good updates that don't take too long. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I, I I don't want to take anything away from the person who wrote that. Maybe it's just someone who's enjoying the game, which yeah. is totally fair. Um, I like a lot of bad <laughs> games, uh, and there are parts of this yeah, game that I like. I mean, honestly, so, same. But um, like, there's a character with a grappling there's hook. There's a lady That's with cool. two flamethrowers like, on her arm. I don't know. It's pretty cool. She yep. can use them as like a She's fun to play. Yeah, I don't like her, but terrible, she's fun but to play. Fun. It's really bad, uh, but uh, but she's fun. So yeah, that's that's the thing is I like I don't want this game to fail. Yeah, but um, it's not. I don't see how, which kind of gets into the the other side of this that I think makes it interesting. I wouldn't have just brought a bad game, but no, um, Pat, this is kind of the first. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've no i would not bring a game that i think is bad purposefully okay. just okay, to dunk okay. on it let's put it that way we have differing opinions about games sometimes on here and and i'm often left in the cold as the only person who likes a thing but uh then that thing is improved over years and becomes a really good shooter in the case of something like battlefront two. It's not going to happen. with crucible. I don't (laughs) kind of agree. Like my thing with crucible is that it kind of feels like radical heights to me. Like it's not, it's not inherently awful, but it seems like they put it out a little bit too early. So it comes across as being like kind of half baked. Like it's like, there's a little bit more you could have done here, but my main issue with it is like to draw an analogy. It's like the foundation of a house, right? Like, it, you can build a fancy house, like like sure these character kits are pretty good, and like some of the combat can feel kind of fluid, and like that stuff is your fancy house that's on top of a foundation. But if your foundation is made out of sand, like the core gameplay, like the core mm-hmm. gameplay loop is just kind of boring. Uh, like I think that that part of it yeah. means that the foundation is always going to collapse, like it's never going to hold up. So for <sighs> me, like I don't know, I, well, don't, I even if they pull it out, even if it gets fully baked rather than half baked like I still don't think it's going to be fun when it reaches that but either way the state it's in right now is not particularly good and it's um it's been in development yeah. for 4 years so I don't want to I'm not I don't want to be too hard on like the team 
But to me, if this is what you've come up with after four years, just even polish bugs aside, just from like a gameplay balance and and like game flow perspective, it tells me that maybe there's just not the the design. Maybe it's not the kind of game that the studio is geared to make um, because there's just not a lot there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing that ends up being the most interesting to me is what I, I just wonder how this game, if this game was like us, if teams were told at Amazon, because there's, they have several internal teams from what I understand. If teams at Amazon were told to like pitch games or if teams were told, Hey, here's a here's here's a here's a, a whiteboard with four different games that we want made and you can pick one and this really feels like the latter to me of like multiplayer battle royale because it also was a battle royale specifically until pretty late in its development mm-hmm. from what i understand um which if that's the way that amazon is doing this if they're just like battle royales are hot now make one of those uh oh no I don't think we can catch up there. Turn it into something else. That's n- does not bode well for their future in <laughs> the, the game publishing space. Uh, and I think it's interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. Like one thing I was really curious about is if this game was going to like hook into Prime. Um, yeah, which it does not. Which I think is a, a good thing. But yeah, it yeah, almost certainly will. will. At some point. Well, I think it they would also, hook into. You know, you can get Twitch drops from Prime or whatever, it's probably going to be that system. Which I think that's probably what you're saying I'm surprised they don't have something already with like the founder stuff. Yeah. I'm saying more you log into your Amazon account, you link your Steam and Amazon accounts. That's more what I was thinking is like even beyond Twitch Prime, like this is an Amazon, because lots of games use Twitch Prime, but this is an Amazon Studios game, so if you link your Steam and Prime accounts, if you have Prime, you get the Battle Pass. Right. Prime people who have Prime already get this for free. That's kind of what I was expecting, um, and that's not in there yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens eventually. And I think that is super icky because it creates a situation where people are like, "Well, this game's bad, but I get the Battle Pass for free. I have to buy the Fortnite Battle Pass, so I may as well just play this bad game because yeah. I get the stuff." So, what if you owned um, a Kindle and you could play as Margaret Atwood? <laughs> That sounds like it'd make the game more That's, interesting. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't buy a Kindle though to, for anything like in that this game. That's <laughs> no, I get it. I, I'm I'm in marketing. I I hear. I I'm picking up what you're putting down. What would Margaret Atwood's movement ability be? Jeez, oh, I'm trying to think of an Oryx and Crake joke or Handmaid's Tale, but I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's, it'll be interesting to see. And I think the other thing that I was reading about this game in the lead up to it launching and they kept talking about how it's like designed to be fun to watch and it immediately gave me evolve flashbacks (laughs) and I was like, I don't know how this is gonna go. I cannot imagine watching this game would be fun at all. It's already barely fun to play it for me (laughs) and not fun for a lot of people. So uh, watching it sounds real bad. So yeah, I don't know. It's Stop an interesting trying case. to make crucible happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 
I don't know. I, I, I didn't have time to actually dive into it. I played like a little bit of the tutorial. And like I said earlier, uh, Ash seemed neat. The lady with the flamethrowers on her arms. Uh, in terms of like, so it, that's yeah. Each character seems like they have a really great uh, variation in like kit and abilities. I'm assuming, but yeah. if it's not actually but, fun to do any yeah, of this stuff, then they're they're also kind of imbalanced right now. Like, there's certainly some characters that are good and some that are yes. bad. Mm-hmm. So, which I think maybe one of the characters I was playing um, seems to be very good. So that may be part of why I mm-hmm. enjoyed my time too in the couple rounds that I played was because I was able to do very well um, because the character I was playing is a little mm-hmm. broken. Um, it made me want to reinstall, uh, which I only uninstalled it to make disk space. I had intended to install it on another drive, but it made me want to reinstall Paladins and play some of that because Paladins is a much better game than this. Um, but I'm just sort of tired of pushing payloads around. That's sure. the thing. Um and that's Paladins leans on that too. Paladins is not as much of a clone of Overwatch as it looks because it has a lot of unique ideas, but it still has the same TF2 gameplay modes um, of like point capture and pushing a payload. And I don't know, I'm kind of tired of that uh, personally. Bro. So I'll never get tired of, of knocking down towers, but I, I am tired well, of Don't of worry, Overwatch around. 2 is just around the corner. I'm sure there won't nope, be payloads in that, right? The one all new game modes, all right? New, they're cutting out all the old content, only yep, new content. None of the returning characters. Just Honestly, I would probably be more excited about it if it was doing something wild like that. Instead, it sounds like they're slapping a single-player yeah. mode on or a co-op mode on and polishing up the graphics a bit. And making and you buy it. the new game for all the new cosmetics and new characters probably. But uh, who knows? Uh, no, actually, a lot of that stuff they've said is rolling back. Cosmetics, I don't know, but you, it's cross-play between Overwatch yeah, 1 and 2. Did. But, but if you want, if you want the cosmetics, uh, you got to get Overwatch 2. Yes, and I don't know if they confirmed that you'll be able to play the new characters in old Overwatch. Um, yeah. So it may be just that you can play against them, but you can't play as them. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to probably buy Overwatch 2 when it comes out because I enjoy Overwatch and there was a period of time not that long ago when I would have said, fuck that, I'm not buying that game. Uh, but we're in whatever month, almost month three of quarantine, and I don't have anything left. <laughs> I don't have any fight left in me. <laughs> if Overwatch 2 is fun, I mean, I'll play we Overwatch even got 2. you to play Crucible, so <laughs> yeah. that's an Amazon game. So, yeah, how to true. make Pat compromise with models? Just lock him in his house for three months, and <laughs> anyone will crumble. So if you if I, if you had to buy a founders pack to if you if you had to buy a founders pack to play yeah, Crucible, I would not have done that. <laughs> and I have not spent no. any money on that game, nor would, nor and I don't intend I don't, to. <laughs> what can you spend money on? Is it just cosmetics? You can buy. Oh, yeah, battle right. There's battle pass. There's too. a whole battle pass. I will say the the the, the legendary skins that they have are really cool. Like the, they've done a they did a good job of an opening salvo of like legendary apex, skins okay. better than um, apex legends first uh, first round of skins. Has, have the um, apex skins gotten so. good at all? Cause I, I hear no one talk about uh, the apex skins. They seem like they've gotten better. I don't know okay. if I would say they've gotten good. They had that one skin that was a little, um, there was a Wraith skin that was like, Ooh, spooky voodoo Wraith. That was like, um, <laughs> I don't know if you were, you should do that. It's not really your thing to 
sure put on this white or sure. Asian lady. Um, here's a interesting tidbit on the Steam page for Crucible. If you look at the languages, it's got full audio for English, French, German, Spanish, no Italian, but the <laughs> interface and subtitles are in Italian. <laughs> but you, <laughs> yeah. Well, what's yeah. what's wrong yeah. with Italian? You really fucked fucked up on the efigs. Oh, let's see if we got a. Uh, or Portuguese. Oh, there's no Polish Brazilian, audio Brazilian or Portuguese audio. It seems like that's a that's a missed opportunity right there, but whatever. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, It'll be interesting also, to follow the saga of Crucible. Interesting that it's only it on Steam. We're only on PC right now. Yeah. And yeah. Not, no console. I wonder. Well. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't surprise I me as know. much as it's, I would have expected it to be distributed through Amazon, maybe? Uh, sure. Yes. That was another reason that I was like, okay, I'll try this, because if it, which is maybe why they did it, I would not have gone to yeah. Amazon to download or, this game. I would have just said, or let Twitch, it Twitch, or maybe even pass. Discord, um, like because like Twitch and Discord have done some stuff in the past. Yeah. Like, I don't well, know. Discord kind of was like, okay, yeah. we're stopping our game, whatever yeah. they were doing. but Exactly. I, I think there is a Twitch app, isn't there? It used to be the Curse app, but uh, I think there is. Mm. Uh, I I use the Twitch app because that's go the go to where the <laughs> yeah believe it or not because it is it used go to, to be where the curse. players are uh, you know but maybe they could have done an yeah, epic deal I, I that would have been hilarious oh, man it would have been great if they put I it on Stadia <laughs> you know put this oh, Amazon game God, on a Google platform. I bet, uh, I bet, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, hey, Epic, you want, do you want to, and Tim Sweeney was like, no, <laughs> no, we're happier, we're, we're happy with you two <laughs> over here, no thanks. Okay, so yeah. what, die, what dies first, Crucible or The Culling? The Culling Origins? Uh, the, the Culling Origins, you don't have to pay uh, to play yeah. Crucible. Yeah. Crucible, yeah, and, not and, Crucible. And, and, yes. and Crucible isn't inherently awful, I guess. No, there are worse games. There are much better free to play yeah. games, though. That's the thing. And that's going to be why I don't think it's going to make it. And I don't think Amazon is the kind of company to pump money into something to try to get it to be better. I think they're the kind of company to go, well, we delivered the battle pass and it's not taken off. Crucible shut down. lasts at um, least through like a few months into next year so it can be on the new consoles. It doesn't need to be on the new consoles, and they'll be stupid if they don't put it on the current consoles. But so they can say, "Oh, now on PS5 and Xbox Series X, Crucible." Yeah. I mean, I would be willing to check Maybe. it out again in six months and see if it's better. Sure. Like, and and if it is better, I'll sure, like, totally, sweet. Yeah, I'll play some more of it. But like as it yeah. stands today, I don't know if I'll play much more. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm much more. I picked up Planet yeah. Zoo on sale. I'm gonna. I'm way more excited to build Planet some Zeus than play more Crucible. I'm also playing a lot of Total War Warhammer 2, which is a lot better than the Crucible. But there's something else that you and I played, Andre. I don't know if Pat played it. Uh, yeah. Okay. You did. I did. Yeah. Wow. I have a lot of oh, notes. Yeah, you in did fact. mention you played it. I, I took didn't a lot take of notes. any notes myself, but I did. I was just like going through the Steam, like new releases, and I kept seeing uh, this this game free to play, left on read. And I looked at the images like, okay, this is like one of those text messagey games where you're going through experiencing a narrative. Then after like the third time I saw it, I read the description as like, 
this is about coronavirus and social isolation. I'm like, oh, hmm, interesting. Uh, because we've, like we said a little bit earlier, this is like three third month for like North America, the states at least, or Seattle uh, area. We're out of the lockdown nationwide as of Monday in Japan. We'll see how long that lasts, but yeah. So I was intrigued to see like, okay, what are we, what is the current media narrative around coronavirus in games? So that, that was what prompted me to play it. And the basic idea is your, uh, a college student a few t- at times it was kind of unclear. I was like, am I a college student? Am I a high school student? What's going on here? Yeah. How- yeah. It took yeah. me until they said explicitly blah, blah, blah. Uh, college. Like I was boarding like, school. What? Am I from Hogwarts? Cause at first I was like, at first, at first I was like, man, I don't like these characters, but they're high school students. And then it said they were college students. And I was like, and then it said they were mm-hmm. sophomores. And I was like, Oh, it all makes sense. <laughs> It, yeah. There were yeah. there were moments. Yeah. Uh, there were moments where I was like, I oh god, I can relate to this and I don't like that I can relate to this. But also I kind of miss this like text like one-on-one text exchange. It it just feels different now uh than back then. Yeah, I so I think one of the things that's interesting about this game that I thought was um I don't know, interesting is the word to use is to pick the dialogue, you're yeah. actually like platforming yeah. between the um, the 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 messages. That part I actually enjoyed because um, it, it can create these moments when you want to pick one thing and then you miss the jump. It only happened to me like once, but I wanted to say one thing and then I missed yeah. the jump and, and landed on another thing. And it did create that sort of like, oh shit! I just sent a message <laughs> I should not have sent. Yeah. I wish that that's, I had said something. That's different a good there. point. Yeah. Um, and should be noted for those who have uh, not seen the video of this or whatever, your character, quote unquote, is basically just the white cube, and you're kind of in the void, and you're, the text messages are taking up most yeah. of the screen. You're, so you're they're, bouncing they're your pla- along they're your platforms. the, the yes. message bubbles as they pop up. And, yeah. and so it's just you're, WASD, WASD controls in a space bar. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Uh, you're, so you're playing some guy... Uh, who got sent home from college and at the start of the coronavirus lockdown and you're texting this girl uh, the whole time who is clear basically immediately that you've got a massive crush on and trying to like you're like shit i wanted to ask her out but did i didn't yep. classic, yeah classic uh, she lives like across the country somewhere yeah somewhere far different away. time zone and so yeah. it, and it's a game about how hard it is to connect with people now. This like across time zones and just like over the internet only. Yeah, in a lot of ways, pure purely yeah. text as a medium, basically. Yeah. It it read to me like the thing I didn't end up liking it that much, um, but. It read to me as the the biggest frustration that I had with it was it felt like people writing about a college experience that doesn't exist now. Um, Like it it felt like what it was like when I was first going to college. 
and then mm-hmm. brought forward into this pandemic situation. So, Whereas I feel like from, I have brothers who are college aged now and for them, like they use video chat and like, like mm-hmm. discord and stuff all the time. And even people that they know that aren't into video games, they'll like mm-hmm. play Jackbox or just play like browser games that are like group yeah, like party Sketch. browser Dot games or whatever. Yeah. Right. So I think that some of the like agonizing over connecting thing while they were playing, I was just like, I, in one of my, one of my notes says this motherfucker needs <laughs> to learn to FaceTime. Like it's uh, not I, as hard to connect so, as these characters. So like my kind of girlfriend like. has been having a hard time with the social isolation thing. She's also to go to work because uh, she works at like a place that deals with medical files and stuff. But and our area hasn't been hit that hard. So our lockdown was very short. But like I've been like, well, have you like video chatted with your family or anything like that? And she's like, no, it's not. I I I don't want to do that. Uh, texting's not the same. And like the lack of, for some people, the lack of any like physical, like actual interaction can be a major barrier. Uh, uh, yeah. Sure. For, uh, I don't but mean to- like short, like the day after I played uh, left on read, I had a conversation about that with her. It's like, Oh, okay. I didn't realize like that. Like, yeah, it can be, rough to maintain a relationship via text or video chat or whatever. But like I, I for do not want to video chat like one-on-one with anybody basically ever except like my mom. Yeah. Cause I have to uh, love you mom. Even though she doesn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> but so I, I think there is something to like, eh, this is probably not a genuine 100% accurate recreation of what is going on now but i I think there are a lot of people who are very who are struggling with the maintaining relationships not being like in person you know extroverts or whatever people who feed off that uh physical presence energy whereas i'm like all my relationships are this podcast or like through messenger you know so I, I I guess I, I, and, and I don't want to dismiss people who are uncomfortable with video chatting or, or voice chatting. That's, that's fair. And that exists, but like, it just seems like there's ways to interact that they, the, these characters are written yes. in a really saccharine way. And I feel like if you are in that position, you, like you could, you could you could like sync up a Netflix movie or something, well, you know, like the, but her dad still took her Netflix ways. away. There's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, th- there's the also like why wouldn't you send your it, Netflix it, yeah, login then? Like, come on, well, that's uh, I was like, how old are you? Your dad took your Netflix away? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Is there was a lot of it was like a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, again, not taking it. It was made. This game was yeah. made by three people in a short period of time for free. So I don't want to like, yeah. I'm not trying to like dunk on the developers of this game at all, because I think that they like made a thing that they, that they're, they were passionate about and that's cool. So I think, and I think yeah. people should go play it. It's free. So certainly don't think it's like waste of your time. But, but I definitely at moments I was like, why, why are you not even like, uh, 
there was parts that I found cringy in sort of a good way where it was like, yeah, this is totally something a 18 slash 19 year old dude <laughs> would say. Uh, and it's you know what, Pat? Not good. Uh, looking at the same but, page, uh, I believe uh, they're in L.A. and Detroit. <laughs> That's where the cool. people are. Sure. So uh, shout outs to Detroit. And I. I I would love to continue to play stuff that they make because I think that the like a lot of the like concepts here are interesting. I just mostly the thing that turned that ended up turning me off in the end. And this is a preference thing, not a not an objective, not a deep objective criticism is that like saccharin, like the 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 way that it like I love mm-hmm. I love her. I've only just met yeah, her, but they, I love her more than anything. Mean. And as long as we're together, but, we'll, yeah. we'll end yeah. the. Uh, there is a line where it's like, I've only just met her, but she's become my whole world mm-hmm. <laughs> or something, uh, like early on. And I was just like, this is n- not healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was the thing that ultimately was, was, was kind of a turnoff for me. But, um, but, but I mean, it has some sweet moments too. More so. games from them. You can play VR party pack for only $5. Or the seven <laughs> stages for only seven to six six ninety nine. Nice. Um, yeah, I th- I don't know. I came to it, and the thing that I took away was more like the mechanics of it because mm-hmm. I don't know. That's usually what I focus on. Um, and like the control is fine. I mean, it's extraordinarily simple. But yeah. one of the things I found kind of annoying with it is. For one, the pace is really slow, but like that's probably yes. a deliberate choice, and yes. that's fine. Like in you some ways, it's trying mode. to. Yes, I got there, but um, I tried that. That one was just dumb. But um, the um, I think it, the pace is deliberate in that they're trying to convey like this is how a text message conversation goes. You're waiting yeah. for the other person. Like you, you see them typing, you're like, yeah. oh, what are they going to say? Like you know that that's a real life thing. It, Though, it's there in the name, be, left on read. read. Red, red, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's... English is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, 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 left on read. Yep. I read it and leave. <laughs> um, you had but, me at read. But like one of the things I found <laughs> at first, I found charming was how the your your character would start deleting messages and restarting them, or like removing parts and like like something that was way too grammatically formal they went back and made informal and stuff like that. Yeah. But sometimes like you'd think they're done typing and then you would pick one and then as you picked it they would delete everything and then it would just say something completely different. I was like, "What?" Yeah, it Why? felt very that was disingenuous like, well, and like bait. I, yeah. Baited. I think s- some of that was intentional, which is sort of a weird pacing issue where it feels like sometimes they want you to think as if you are yeah. the boy. And sometimes they want to make you into sort of a observer who's not really playing any of mm-hmm. either of the characters, um, which is fair. which I think it's at frustrating times. It's also interesting at times. So, yeah, um, I thought that 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 the stylistically, I thought the like deleting and retyping thing was the most yeah, interesting thing. Probably. And I don't know. Uh, overall, by the end of it. Like after the realistic mode, which is the actual end, I came away pretty cool on it as well. Like I, I think it's okay. It's fine for uh, for an indie effort made by three people. Like you know that they threw it together pretty quickly. Yeah, it's neat. It's a good. Con- they they came up with a concept and they executed on it. Yeah. So good on them. But I just didn't think it was. I didn't think it really had anything to say. Honestly, mm-hmm. like especially with yeah. the realistic yeah. mode, which 
Okay. I think it's a gag. For, for, yeah, spoilers for Left on Earth. I think it's supposed to imply that the girl died or something from the disease. And then like you send this message and it gets delivered and never gets read. Oh, oh no, no. It's it it's not that. It's that it you oh, wait in there, real time for the messages. You have to leave it oh, running geez, so for like sixteen does hours. Does message come through? Oh God! Yes, the messages keep going, but you have to wait like day. It takes days that's, to complete because you have to leave the game running. That's way and send a message way and then worse. wait hours that's and hours worse. and hours. I'm pretty sure it's this. It's the same dialogue. Okay. I don't think it's different than the yeah. base. Like the, I thought the, it was trying normal. to go for a message. I was like, oh, realistic, because she died. And I was like, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> that's, that's, and no. no, it's... Okay, I, that's that, that's even worse, in my opinion. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this game is... People are clearly playing this game to get the achievements, because that's how Steam is. And there was there were people that were like, oh, how do I get the realistic one? And somebody, I saw it. Thread that someone said you had to the wait. Steam achievement unlocker and just unlock them. No, you got to do <laughs> it legit. Like a, okay. uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. The it's, main reason it's, I brought it up fine. was just because of like because it's one of the early examples of coronavirus representation in games. And people are making lots yeah. of small stuff. A uh, friend of the podcast, Dante Douglas, made a small thing. I can't remember what it was called, but. I need to play his. Yeah, it's got a long title, but it sounds. Again, I don't want to dunk on this team too much, but it sounds a lot more interesting to me, and I, I happen to really like mm-hmm. Dante's writing, so um, I, I think I'll probably end up enjoying that one um, well, a little wait, bit more. But I think it's worth bringing Dante's up because game Sakuya Izuyoi gives you advice and dabs. Notori Kawashiro offers you advice in exchange for cucumbers and eats the cucumbers. Uh, no, the title is closer <laughs> okay. to that than Left on Red. Uh. Uh, it's called All Things Equal. I would prefer if it if we were safe and lonely instead of together and afraid. But I cannot deny that it is hard or oh, a solitary is, spacecraft. That is more similar than <laughs> than we were letting on. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, that's it's, left it, on red. It's and, free. You can play it if yeah, you want. You don't need to. <laughs> no, but, but it's all right. Yeah, but I, I do think it's interesting that this is going to be an event that is a defining moment sure. for a lot of creators. Um, and it's going to have, I mean, like you look back to there are artists that 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 the uh, conflict in the early 2000s um, is such a huge was such a huge moment for their careers and like the, who, who they are as artists. And I think that this event is probably going to be the thing that's like that for well, generations of creators yeah, that are just now finding totally. a voice. I mean, um, look, look back at the 2008 recession. Um, that was something that had a huge impact on a lot of, like it caught a lot of media came out of absolutely. it or like here, like I, for some reason, fell down a YouTube rabbit hole of theme parks. Um, <laughs> and like the 2008 recession totally changed a lot of theme parks like universal and Disney, but also smaller ones like, uh, like Alton towers in the UK and stuff like that, where suddenly they had to come up with creative mm-hmm. ways to still keep people coming to the park that were really cheap because the world was in a recession. And, like all signs are pointing to probably a recession out of this whole event too. Yeah. Uh, so like it's going to be interesting to see how that spurs on creativity and like the thing the things that'll come well, out of it. And if you look at something like sure. Cart Life, I think Cart. I mean, we don't think about it that much day to day now, but Cart Life was actually a pretty influential mm-hmm. game um, that that did a, a lot for indie games and is still a game that you see. Um, 
kind of having um, ripples in a lot of current indie games. And Cart Life is a game that is very much born out of the 2008 recession. Um, So I think that's totally accurate. And it's going to be interesting to see what this what the cart life um, out of this, this pandemic is. Um, And I think there's going to be more than one probably. Uh, And so it's going to be interesting to see the cynical way that a lot of AAA studios warp and use this event. And it's going to be interesting to see what indies do with it from a more um, genuine standpoint. I will say this Uh, comes across infinitely more genuinely than like the emails I get to my, uh, (laughs) <laughs> like the corporate emails I get that say like, oh, we're oh, all in yeah. this together. We've all been affected by this profoundly. It's like those come across as like yeah. marketing uh, copy. This oh, comes we'll, across as we'll, like... We'll get into some marketing I, copy a little later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't like Left on Red, but I think it was an, it's earnest Same. and I appreciate that about it. Yeah. And and I think a lot of it is, I think there are going to be people, and clearly there are because it's got it's mm-hmm. getting good reviews on Steam. Um, there's going to be people that play it and go, holy shit, this is really affecting to me. Sure. And that's great. Uh, I would certainly not take take anything yeah, away from someone from hasn't people. played gone home. Like this is their first kind of narrative kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, this is a gateway to, to other things a, like that. Yeah. One of the things that actually stood out to me that were, that took me out of it was the way they speak because they speak in like, short English like you are like two letters like for your and GN for good night I'm like I I stopped doing that like by the end of high school like it it didn't it maybe Gen Z kids or Gen Z college students are doing that but I it it I don't know didn't it didn't Uh, seem uh with the times when I talk like that now, it's to a very specific yeah, group of yeah. people and it's to troll so, them. So, so <laughs> to swing around back to the actual game, one thing I did appreciate, um, and I think it was kind of the message it was trying to go for, is that, you know, after 60 days of texting with someone, it's like, how do you come up with something interesting? You yeah. can only say, how, what movies have you watched totally. a certain amount of times yeah. before it just gets old? Yeah. And like, I thought like yeah. that part of it was pretty accurate and interesting. It had, yeah, it had little moments like that that were good. One of the things that really I struggled with is I feel like the um, the 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 girl on the other end of the conversation was um, very written kind of stereotypically in a way that I was a little turned off by. But I will say that she has some really clever jokes that I won't spoil for people who want to play it. But there are some really clever moments that I thought were and very some, funny. Some um, less so. not very funny. They 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 were they were funny. April uh, Fools. <laughs> I actually liked that one mm-hmm. as a like that's sure. the kind of thing college kids would say to each other. I think if it was like these are people in their thirties texting back and forth, I would have I would probably have mm-hmm. found it a little more problematic. Yeah. But Given that they're college kids, I don't know. I that was I didn't think that was particularly offensive, and I thought it was it was funny enough. Yeah. Uh, so. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's worth playing. It's short. I will say that it because of its pace. By the time I was about two thirds mm-hmm. of the way through it, I was like, like I have in my notes, uh, for something so short, it feels like a drag. <laughs> like quarantine, <laughs> this never ends. I would agree because <laughs> the latter chapters are are yeah. very slow and. 
I was really ready for it to be done because I was like, I get what you're saying. Not really for me, but I, it's probably for yep. someone, and that's great. <laughs> Can we just be done? Well, that's that's leafed on read. <laughs> yes. Uh, now I'm thinking about it. I think I've always thought I've always thought of it as left on read and not left on red. Like whenever someone like says like, "Oh, she left me on red," I always think read instead. Maybe I'm, I've never thought about it until now, <laughs> but that's just what came naturally is left on read. This is your uh, Phoenix down moment. Yeah. Grammar. How does it work? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, that's it for our game discussions this week. I was going to talk about alien isolation, but then I had a weird bug where I dropped down like event and then my mouse stopped letting me look around. <laughs> <laughs> like I could walk cool. around, but I couldn't, I couldn't like turn or anything. So uh, maybe I'll get back to that. Uh, but that's, for a, now, that's a good bug. Yeah, I I don't even know how. But uh, yeah, we're gonna hop into news now, and our oh, yeah. first bit of news is an Alex special. Tell oh, yeah. us about oh. the indie obscura ex- experience uh, expo. I never. I don't know if they ever gave the X an actual, you know, X-play. proper name. Um, yeah, X play. Uh, oh my god, X split. Uh, I don't know what are other gaming X words. <laughs> uh, anyway, xylophone. Ex- ex- extreme. Extreme um, indie games. Yeah, so we've talked about the iOX before. That was the little kind of Nintendo Direct ish kind of thing that was I don't know a month or so ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds. Yeah, so, that some, March? somewhere around there. Yeah, like I don't April, know. March? Ta- time is an illusion. Um, at this point, but yeah, it's like basically think of a Nintendo Direct where you're seeing a bunch of different games, but it's cross-platform. It's all indies, and uh, it also includes interviews with the people who are making the games. So it's they did that last time. I thought it was really great, um, super exceptional. Like I loved it and would recommend it to anyone. And so the fact that they're doing another one is is. Uh, Pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to it for Ooh. sure. And when is that taking uh, place? Uh, they've just announced that it's in production. They haven't announced okay. the date so far as I've seen. That so okay. they're reaching out to indie devs and getting it all put together. So I assume once they have all their materials, that's when they'll start. Uh, they'll give it an actual date. Okay. So as far as we know, not part of Jeff Grubb's summer games mess. <laughs> uh, maybe not directly, but okay. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because. I've tried a couple of the indie games that came out of that, and they were pretty good. So, Great. and they're ones I wouldn't have wouldn't have heard of before. Nice. So, uh, Man Eater yeah. just came out. Wasn't that featured in the yeah, iOS? I think so, uh, yeah. And um, later daters came out on Switch. So, oh, okay. Well, wow. yeah. dating late into the evening or so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna get back to some favorite topics of the oh. uh, podcast here oh, no. back to id and doom eternal the hot topic on the past few weeks like the past month i, I feel like we've I been talking about this game in the news i i feel like we didn't actually talk about this part of it though in uh, our news, our last news coverage. week didn't we bring it up but we brought i it don't up. think we did uh, i don't think we did huh interesting um, well, so oh, maybe this all happened this week, didn't it? Um, I think it I, happened like shortly before we recorded, and 
maybe, but I, I feel like this it, all happened way. within the last week. But yes, yeah, so yeah. we have been talking a lot about anti-cheat uh, with regards to yep. Valorant, a kernel level anti-cheat specifically, the like, Ring Zero. Mm-hmm. I go back like three episodes and listen to Alex talk about why he's not stoked on Ring Zero kernel anti-cheat stuff. And sure. uh, recently, uh, Doom Eternal received a patch that put in some anti-cheat which is ring zero kernel level. Yeah. Denuvo is a new anti-cheat. They've done. No, Denuvo has been around. No, no, but their anti-cheat stuff is new, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Like their DRM stuff is infamous and like the, but I believe this is one of the first implementations of the anti-cheat stuff. I could be wrong. No, I don't know if that's true because I thought their uh, DRM was anti-tamper. So I think it's actually the same thing. But they always they would always pull the DRM the DRM out after like six months. Yeah. So either way, it, it's either way it's de novo. Like I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing we've seen in like Ubisoft and like I think Evolve had de novo at one point. Anyways, uh, maybe I, I'm not entirely sure. But that was the my understanding was this was like a new, but. Yeah, so Doom Eternal uh, patched this in sometime within like the last week or two, and immediately was met with uh, just a immense amount of backlash. People asking for refunds on Steam, uh, and they were getting them even though we're long past the refund window. If it, if you got it at launch, and if you'd like played the full game and stuff, people were still getting refunds because of this. And now, a few days after rolling it out, they said, "Okay, we're going to take it out within like the next week." Just like, yeah. What do you? Interesting. What do you? Okay, that's a choice. Yeah, I'm, it's bizarre. I, for one, I don't know why they need Denuvo. Like, it's Doom is mainly a single player game, and to uh, uh, protect the sanctity of their async or asymmetric invasion mode. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but that isn't ranked or anything. No, like it's, not an it's, e- it's not an esport. Like, like I, I think that kind of anti cheat is fine for something like a. Well, fine is a strong word. It's justifiable in something that has like a ranked scene or like professional mm-hmm. tournaments associated with it. You know, like yeah. stuff where people are actually earning real for real world bucks out of the mm-hmm. game, like like your internationals or your league uh, world. WCU yeah. is that it? World Championship, whatever. Uh, yeah, World like, Championship like, Series, WCS or LCS, or LCS, LCS, yeah. League Championship um, Series. So, but I don't think, just inherently, I don't think a hugely single player game needs that. I mean, no. I'm, I'm I'm looking at um, some previous games which have used a nouveau. You have you have a lot of single player stuff. There was Middle Earth: Shadow of War. There was Total War: Warhammer Two. Uh, which Pat has talked all about. FIFA 18, a mm-hmm. uh, bunch of Ubisoft stuff, Hitman 2, Final Fantasy 15. Like, so there is a precedent for single player games. Up at your back. Total War Warhammer 2 also had to Nouveau. Yes. Um, but, anyways, uh, like, I just don't, yeah. s- I don't <laughs> see why people are freaking out about it. Because, like, yes, I think Ring Zero kernel level shit is bad, like, full stop. Mm-hmm. But, Denuvo is also a known quantity. Like it's not new. It's not something malicious. Like it's it's been put through its paces. It's been around for six years. Like I don't, I don't know why people are raising a fuss about this one because it, as far as I'm aware, it's never really false positive. 
I think it's worse than Vanguard because Vanguard was blogged about in October and like told you were told about it in advance and it's not a good program. But Danu, this was added after and that, sudden that loyalty, choice is right? we, yeah, like, that choice is very bizarre. <laughs> that that's the problematic thing to me. It's like if Riot hadn't said anything about Vanguard and then it was just like, hey, this has been installed with an update, so just know it's there now. That's like, and if you had paid money, and now you can't access the thing you paid money for unless you just accept yeah. that it's got this access. Like that. That's where it seemed shitty to me. I think you're right in that clearly Vanguard is a far more flawed program than DeNuvo. Um, but yeah, it was the like out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, like it's here now. Like that's where I was in, like, in a lot of ways that. that should basically be, mm, it should be like an opt in or a consenting kind of thing. You know, like it should be a TOS, like something that you're saying, especially like, I, I accept this, especially because most people are not going to touch that multiplayer mode. Yeah. And if they had done if it, it's, if yeah, sorry, if they had done it like the original Doom and they were two separate executables, you just put the anti-cheat on the multiplayer one, maybe. But I mean, I in sort of talking about this Vanguard stuff, I have come around to even the notion that um, you like when you launch Crucible, even it says you it shows you very briefly that easy anti-cheat is loading up which is also ring zero um, and is only active while you're playing a game, but it's a program that does similar stuff better because it's been around longer and had more testing, but better stuff or the same kind of stuff that Vanguard does. And it doesn't tell you ahead of time, like, Hey, we're going to install this and it's going to run while you play the game. The only way you would know that is if you recognize the logo when it's booting up. Um, so I think or it's probably buried in a TOS somewhere too, but I think with all this stuff, it should be it's the sort of thing that you can't add after it's the game's purchase unless you offer refunds. And when you're adding this stuff, I don't really have as much of a problem with the the concept of Ring Zero anti cheat software, but you need to be very clear ahead of time that that's what's happening. And, and even Vanguard doesn't do this well enough when you're installing the game, you should get a pop-up that says like, Hey, this software, this game uses this for anti-cheat. Here are some of the risks that you should know. We've tested it to the best of our ability. Um, but you know, to to learn more about this, go here. I have come around to the idea that every game that does this kind of stuff should have that sort of message. Sort of like, you know, uh, GDPR policy for websites um, and like the the like cookie warnings that you get on websites that yeah, should just be happening on games. Kind of, from that's kind of what I mean by the consent and opt in. Yeah. Yeah. And if if you buy a game and that sort of thing is added after the fact, they should say, if you don't like this, we understand you can have your money back. Here's how. Um if they won't offer some kind of opt out ability, uh, which if you're allowing people to opt out, there's no point to including it in the first place. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, I, if, if, if I don't like, I, I knew going in that total war used stuff like DeNuvo and other copy protection. So I don't care as much because that's 
it's not very it's not clear enough, but it's it's known. But yeah, if it was added after the fact, I'd be kind of I wonder how much of this is just blowback from the Valorant stuff. Probably a lot of it. Yeah. So people are. I think people are learning about it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Like what it actually is. Which is good. I mean, people should be educated. As much as I as as I may be okay with having, I mean, Vanguard I think is running right now on my computer, which you know, oh no, I turned it off. Um, as much as I'm generally okay with the concept because I don't handle a lot of sensitive data, I also think it's good for everyone to learn more about it um, because you should know what's going on on your computer, <laughs> even if you are willing to give up certain securities and and uh, and and protections, you should at least know like what is doing that and where that vulnerability lies. Yes, absolutely. All right. Moving on to our next news story. Terraria is complete. Yep. It's done. Uh, I've never Hell played yeah. Terraria. Are we going to, we going to Terraria, Terraria. It's Terraria. Fine. I think yeah, either, probably either is fine. It is. And it's, it's a good game. I'm impressed that it's, taken this long it's been out for a long time at least like 10 years right well, yeah probably any, longer than that anything oh, no, that game anything no, yeah. in high school. okay anything noteworthy really? okay. in this final patch i did not play they did school. some really cool fucking new systems like there's actually a lot okay. of new stuff like there's a whole yeah. luck system that's involved now like okay uh the like so like uh, I don't really know how to describe it because I haven't done that much reading on it. But the, and the the NPCs and AI, like now they have things like there's things that they like, so you can't just have uh, NPCs that are hanging out in their in their house that you just you know you kind of go to them and just lock them in a room and then they're there. It's like no, if you want them to be productive members of your society, you have to cater to their wants and needs, which is really interesting. Yeah, like just as a concept. Uh, there's lots in this update. I, I am not clear too on it's, it's like quote unquote done, but it seems like they've left the door open to keep making stuff for it. If they want to like, cause, cause it, they refer to it as like, yep. it's called journey's end. Um, and, but, but then it says like, it's the latest content update, which almost makes it seem like the game's done and now we can start supporting it with new things or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly what it means. And if they implemented all these done. new systems, they're obviously going to have to patch them and keep working on it uh, because who knows what's going to break or whatever when you've got that many like, people playing it. Yeah. And the way this update. The way this update reads is this update has been a labor, labor of love. Tirelessly worked on by our team over a good while. And we truly feel that it brings Terraria to the next level to a place where the core game can finally be called complete, which tells me it's like out of early access. Maybe they're going to like start. <laughs> well, right. Well, does this mean, and I mean this positively, I'm not being critical. Does this mean that maybe they're going to start working on like an <laughs> expansion pack or something? <laughs> like finally be able to charge more than just $10 per yeah, person like, for this game. I, I, <laughs> Which yeah, has I'm so scrolling much stuff through in it. its changelog now, and there's just so much. Like, there's a lot of stuff in here. Like, 
there's whole new modes. There's like basically yeah, a creative cool. mode. There's a master mode, which is even harder. There's a golf mode, <laughs> which looks like it's kind of like desert so golfy cool. in a way, but like with Terraria, you know, like you're making the world, which is cool. Yeah. Like there's atmospheric effects. There's you have emotes for when you're doing stuff. The world will evolve. There's new biomes. Like there's just so much. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played Terraria in probably five or six years. Um, but this makes me wish that I had people that I could be like, let's do this. Let's, let's start yeah, a new like, server. Super cool. Like, a lot uh, of new bosses and NPCs, new weapons, full rebalance of everything. Yeah. It's like, it's a huge, huge update. Graphic mm-hmm. overhaul. Yeah, man. It's actually a really impressive thing. Yeah. I might install it and mess around with it. Some, uh, just, just, even a little bit of like single player or whatever. Um, cause I always liked it. I actually have always kind of preferred it to Minecraft just cause I like the, the 2d plane for it has, this type um, of game. It feels more dynamic in the sense that like it has more, uh, you know, like NPC interaction and more kind of goals that you can actually mm-hmm. set. Like Minecraft got there when they added yeah. like, the end and the nether and stuff like that. But, uh, this kind of had it from the mm-hmm. start. I feel like Minecraft is a better toolkit for creative spaces um, in terms of like designing of just purely playing the creative mode. Um, whereas Terraria is almost more of like a RPG mm. in a sense, like it kind of takes the concepts that Minecraft has and makes them into more of a, like there's like loot and stuff to get totally. in Terraria. Um which exists in Minecraft, but not quite to the same degree. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm interested to check it out. All right. Next news story. Hackers are compromising the Animal Crossing experience and making <laughs> it better. They're, they're just yep. improving it for people. Uh, this particular headline is about uh, a one particular hacker giving... Raymond, the the cat with the swoopy hair and glasses. Uh, just everyone wants Raymond, and this hacker used a save editor to basically spawn infinite Raymonds. I was gonna say, does everybody? Does, does everybody love? No, not everyone. Everybody loves. Not everybody. Does Brad, but a lot does, of Brad, does does Brad Garrett love Raymond? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Would you say that enough that like some members of Raymond's family find him tiring and um, full of, and a little narcissistic and uh, like yeah, self important? But in Does, general, like most people uh, yeah, love most villagers Raymond. love Raymond. Does does every every, every resident wow. aso- associate resident administrator whatever it is? Does 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 Raymond live in the house like right next to his mother? Uh, I don't know if Raymond's mother is in the game. Interesting. But I'm sure that by now someone has fashioned themselves to be Raymond's mother and already built a Ray Romano uh-huh. themed oh, like, and Peter Boyle. island. Rest in anyway. Peace. So Anyways. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that show was so I, bad I but it had some of, great I don't on hate it. that show. <laughs> Anyways. It's it's gonna be fascinating <laughs> to see what these uh, Animal Crossing hackers do to the economy of that game, like Nukazon, uh, turnip prices, everything. Because, like, this guy, people were 
trying to get like Nook Miles tickets out the wazoo just so they could fly to hundreds of islands over and over to try and find Raymond. And now this guy's just like, oh, yeah, I spawned a bunch of them. I'm just giving them out for free. I I have a hot yeah. Animal Crossing take that largely uh, comes from observing because I haven't really found much in head. Does, does it have anything to do it, with the trade of, you know, beings? As, okay. Yes. I think that by giving this game a deeper economy and partly because of that and partly because of people growing up a bit and learning how to do more data mining and stuff and having access to, to websites. I think a lot of this stuff ruined Animal Crossing. I'm a Jeff Gersman. I'm becoming a Jeff Gersman. I think a lot uh, of this I'm shit with ruined you. Animal Crossing. I, I fully <laughs> upgraded my house. I, and the, I have not touched the game since, basically. I, I, I don't want to take any... I'm not trying to, like, uh, to, to pick on people who are, like, super, super into the, like, mm. villager collecting or whatever, because, I mean... How different is it from Pokemon at the end of the day? Like it's there. It's video games and there is a weird human trafficking aspect to it that I think is probably worth a vice article at some point. But um, more what it is, is just looking at this stuff from the outside, the obsessive yeah. stuff for that. I see I, about some of the stuff I is don't like, like, I don't like what I'm learning about people or <laughs> what I'm seeing from people because of. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think there that maybe there's a little much there and um, I don't know what I what the answer is, because it's not like I think I, I don't know. I just I think <laughs> at first the Nook is on thing was like, oh, this is kind of cute, but it's turning now that it's like kind of devolving more and more. It just feels sure like a lot uh, to me. Also out of this hacker uh, stuff is. Animal Crossing hackers are improving the game. They're like, they can't do it for other people, but they're like changing and fixing menus and making things not take as long. Just like, please, Nintendo. That's cool. That That's just a genuine cool thing, but also, yes, please, uh, Nintendo. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's where Animal Crossing at. I'm, I'm going to be fascinated to see what happens with all this hacking stuff. And if that changes what Nintendo does, if Nintendo does anything to try and fight back towards it i don't know what they could do but so hackers are doing what nintendo don't yeah exactly <laughs> i also think it's going to be really interesting to see how the perception of this game changes over time because it seems like it came out and is you know relatively charming and i understand why people are are kind of kind of got invested in it early, but a lot of that has worn off mm -hmm. with all of this stuff. Like to me, there's not really any charm left behind the like shuffling of villagers around and the like mechanical, the cold mechanical complexity of how to yeah. get specific villagers. It, it's sort of bled yeah. all of that out to me, but there's going to be people I think that are very much still like passionate about aspects of the game and it'll be interesting to see how like, that evolves yeah. over time. Personally, I don't want to terraform my island. Like I, that is like a conscious choice. I mean, I'm like, no, this is, this is my island. This is how it is. I'm not trying to go and change everything around me. Uh, so now my, there's nothing really for me to, I guess I can just keep collecting stuff, but that's whatever. It's boring. 
I think uh, it's, it's worth looking at some Gita Jackson has written some really good articles on advice about like, Hey, <laughs> not like this, um, which have been like, as she's someone who like loves the game a lot and kind of went yeah. down some of those obsessive rabbit holes and then came out of them and was like, ah, we might be going too far. Um, and so I think she's probably the, the person who's, who's, yeah ultra qualified to speak on that stuff. There was a, doing so. I was thinking about this kind of what this article did, but on Polygon, there was another article about how the trying to get all the villagers or get your Island just perfect is like driving people kind of like causing them a lot of stress, uh, especially in like a time when we're all yeah, stuck exactly. inside. And like one girl broke down crying because she couldn't get the angle right on like a cliff that she was trying to dig and then so she just deleted her whole island and That's restarted. Yeah. And like everyone with social media and like the ability to just like post stuff so easily from the switch. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing everyone's island. And so you've got this like keeping up with the Joneses with everything. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting at is I almost think it's problematic um, in a way that I don't think Nintendo intended. And how much can you really blame the game for that? Because you know, people have died playing yeah. World of Warcraft. How much is that Blizzard's fault? Um, but I, I also think it's still indicative if of a problem. We all weren't and, stuck at home um, for long, like this long stretch. Maybe things wouldn't be so dire. Totally. Yeah. We just—it's hard to know. Yeah. But when I read that story about the the girl who was who was crying about the the uh, angle of the the mountain, I was like, yeah concerned it was like genuine like you you should talk to somebody because that's 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 a that's a that's a deep thing and um in some ways maybe it's good that the game is surfacing that people maybe have obsessive behaviors that they can now confront in some way but i I, who knows i mean it almost makes me wish that the game had some tools in it to say like, Hey, you, you've dug and built this cliff 100 times now and <laughs> the same spot. Yeah. It, yeah. We're going to yeah, totally. fly in um, a counselor to you. You're going to watch the entire animation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Elijah Wood is coming to your oh. island. He'll make you feel better. Um, Cause he'll walk around your island and say, what a lovely island. And <laughs> Um, but it's interesting to me too that this yes uh, it's interesting to me too that this game is kind of um, creating this is not the first game where you could design a social space and have people visit you nor is it the first game where you can get very obsessive over creating the perfect second life space I mean well yeah and the Sims and Minecraft and stuff. And certainly people play those obsessively, but I feel like the, the conversation around those games never had the same, like kind of um, dire twinge that this seems to have in yeah. some cases. I think, um, I mean, there's exceptions to that for sure. There are, there are definitely are stories about the evils yeah, of second I, I life out there. One um, difference between all of those, like all the ones you mentioned, they're all, they're, own thing whereas this is what the fifth in the series so people people like even if True. this is the yeah. first one there's a history to look back on that you can compare it to yeah which i think is relevant because i think for a lot of us um like i played the first animal crossing on yeah, GameCube, same actually. um yeah. when it came out so 
for a lot of us, it's been, and I think you tend to see it in the people who are playing it the most obsessively. Um, it's been a sort of like, this is like, this game came out right at the head of, it's like a perfect storm of like this, the time that this game came out, the age that the player base is the kind of state of the world prior to the current pandemic Mm -hmm. scenario, it all has kind of combined to create this perfect storm of like this game exists to stress you out in an unintentional way that is not designed purposefully. Um, and it's just a very bizarre, it came out uh, March 20th, just over two months ago. And animal crossing is kind of that. It has that pace of you need a month or two to actually get into the real meat of it. Cause like you, but people time travel and, and 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 that's true. I don't, we don't, we don't trust those people around here. We certainly don't, but also, um, it, it's interesting because I think that for a lot of people, it has become their game for this year. Yeah. Like it's the game that they're playing and I, and they're, they're out of stuff, to but they're do, also kind of. rolling stuff and out. It's but designed, yeah. but it's, it's slower. I think than a lot of people would like want like a new, new destiny content comes out and people yeah. demolish it in a weekend because they, of course they do because that's the way that MMOs have been for a long time this is a different genre of game to sort of have mm-hmm. that happen to it. Even though it is the fifth one, because the prior ones just didn't seem to have the same degree of, I got to get everything. I got to have everything perfect. And right I think now. there's the social media um, aspect. And I don't know if that's the degree of customization. Uh, uh, yeah. Who knows what that. it is? Uh, yeah, but it, it didn't, it didn't, it certainly didn't no, blow up like agree. this has, I don't think. Um, and so it's it's a it's it's weird. It's going to be it's interesting to see the how game of game of quarantine twenty twenty. Yeah, hopefully, yes, hopefully hackers keep making it better. Well, yes, that stuff is just yeah, is just yeah. flat. Out, I so am sure. going to be fascinated to see. Uh, I've got this story further down the page, but Gary Witta has been doing some talk shows in Animal Crossing. He had I did he get AOC on? I believe he did. She go on his show. He's he's been doing shows with like industry people and just like interesting folks coming through. Stan Shaggy is going to be on his show. And who Shaggy else was and it? Stan. Shaggy, yeah. Debuting new music. First and I haven't thought about sixth, Shaggy, I believe, in years. Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't him, so that's probably why you didn't think about him. <laughs> that's Mr. Boom Bostic. I think someone told me Shaggy was dead. And it might have been the uh, same person. Same. That's a. That's a. It might have been the same person who told yeah. me Bismarck Key is dead, and neither is true. Uh, and and Len, let's take a moment, moment to of, say moment of silence. Thank for the Bismarck Key for that. And Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad that they're still around. They seem like people that in like two or three years could release an ultimate <laughs> summer banger I, for the ages. Yeah. Biz, like they've just Biz been Marquee, cooking one for last 30 I years. saw of him, he was doing like a low budget commercials for some program that takes all your like great ripped MP3s and like puts the correct metadata <laughs> on them. Cause like, yeah, oh, man. Hell yeah. So that all sounds my great. Lincoln park MP3s will be legit. Uh, I've got to find, uh, I gotta find this video and I'll send it to the chat. But let's see. 
What's what's the first song you all downloaded, be it legally or not? Tuna mine was is the uh, is the at the ad campaign program. Nice. Yes, my, the first song I downloaded. My, mine was Bon Jovi's "It's My Life." <laughs> that's that's extremely <laughs> funny. I. I think for me, it probably was a Linkin Park song. It is either a Linkin Park song oh, yeah. or a Bare Naked Ladies song. Uh, it's one of because those were the two. Those I I've I've always been a big Linkin Park fan and a big Bare Naked Ladies fan, and I remain a fan of both of their yeah. early work. Uh, to this mine day. was an MP3 of Bill Clinton saying, "I did not have sexual relations with that woman." <laughs> was it actually? <laughs> Uh, no, but you know how those services were. <laughs> Lots of yeah. like, phony. Yeah, um, you didn't download you know, it. It was probably yeah. a Weird Al uh, song. Also, maybe Tool. Like, I'm, <laughs> there's a very good chance, too, that I downloaded a Tool album. And oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, When you stuff. were on your LimeWires and your Kazaz, those are yeah. full of just landmines. <laughs> and, and, and Tool specifically attracted a lot of people that would post, like, and it was always, it was like, was subtle stuff too, like oh i downloaded uh anima but actually it's got tracks four six and seven from lateralis on it as tracks eight nine and ten so then later when i had a legit copy of that album i was like what is this (laughs) these are different songs don't worry be happy by uh, bobby mcferrin no but it's uh who's uh oh i'm i'm losing my mind uh I know it. Yeah, the, you're the, fine. The I'm other, crazy. the famous reggae guy. I know who you're Bob trying to remember. Farron. Bob, Bob, Mar- yeah. Bar- Bob Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Yes, <laughs> that, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. everyone. Then that like just penetrates the meat. Uh, the the was the psyche, meat, and everyone thinks Bob Marley. <laughs> it penetrates meat space. I thought, I thought you were going to say it penetrates the <laughs> meat, and yeah, I was like, the meat of your brain. <laughs> and then everyone thinks Bob Marley sang. Speaking of Gary Wood's yeah. Animal Crossing talk show, <laughs> uh, piercing right, well. the meat of your brain, Gary Wood brings Shaggy to Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm surprised Nintendo hasn't got in on that. On well, this, someone else. He's trying thing. to get Reggie Fils in. Like, hey, yeah, that's. I but, thought these really, two yeah. stories were linked, but apparently they're Reggie's. They're, no, they're not. But I was. It's like Phil. Sp- I only read like half of this. Uh, Phil Spencer <laughs> is going to be a guest on Reggie Fizeme's talking game show. I didn't know uh, May twenty sixth. I didn't. It's his second episode. Okay. Okay. Uh, when did when did I didn't know he did it first? I got to watch this. What's the first? I, that episode? sounds brilliant. I'm, I don't know. Phil Spencer's a good get. Yeah, uh, that's, yes. that's two people I, see um, sitting down and talking to each other. <laughs> yes, I deeply enjoy Gary Wood's, um film well okay rogue one is my favorite star wars movie um i don't have any in i mean yeah this isn't like cement is some sick burn on gary wood i have no interest in watching him talk to people (laughs) at all uh so um i there's i would never watch uh that animal talking show but i would totally love to watch reggie talk sit down with industry people Uh, for sure who would win in a fight reggie fils or phil spencer um oh wow he, he's Reggie's way Reggie, more enormous and i think he's i get the impression reggie's i mean he's he's his body was ready <laughs> in like 2009 <laughs> or whatever i bet it's still ready to he's fucking throw down take names like, and kick ass and 
He's Fuck, probably I love Reggie. Up. I miss Reggie. Man, yeah. I miss him being. Yeah, that's this sucks. I'm sad now. Reggie <laughs> uh, But no, I'm really glad that he's yeah. doing the show. I, w- I will watch it uh, religiously because um, that Phil Spencer and Reggie sitting down together seems like one of the coolest yeah. combos of people. Like the only way to make that better would be to get like Shuhei Yoshida or something to also participate in that conversation and just talk about. Oh, OK. Yeah. So this is actually really cool. Uh, this is yeah, from I, I was the, just reading about it, too. Um, the SoundCloud so can- page. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, so the description on the SoundCloud page is, enjoy Reggie and Harold's inside games stories in this fundraising podcast for NYVGCC's nonprofit mentoring. Please go to NewYorkGameCritics.com slash Reggie to donate. Today, Reggie and Harold talk about beginnings, Reggie's beginnings at Nintendo, Harold's beginnings, creating the circle in the beginning of our new initiative with Henry Love to help homeless students and shelters with games in the time of COVID-19. Yep. Yeah, so it sounds like the podcast is actually a charity thing, which yeah. is very right. cool. That's yeah, awesome. for the New York Video Games Critics Circle. So, yeah. Help okay, that's, kids that's something. Or homeless students. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's... Something to look forward to. It looks like there's some kind of fundraiser. It's a GoFundMe, a charity GoFundMe associated yeah. with it as well. So, if If this is the kind of stuff that Reggie's going to do like I hope that it's selfish because Reggie should do whatever yeah. makes Reggie happy. But I would love to continue to see stuff like this come out of his like come, yeah. come from yeah. Him, and I sure. think having Phil Spencer on there will spread the word immensely. Yeah, so I think that's great. yeah, that's really cool. I, I I didn't know that context either going in, so very yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, where's where's the dog? Do-do. There it is. Uh, Do's day, everybody. Uh, Speaking of Phil Spencer, it's 2020. No more to do. To do the the, the red lions, <laughs> black lions, black eagles. There, there we go. Blue, blue lions, black eagles. I, blue lions. That, that was like two years ago. Uh, all Golden right. deer, azure wolves, or whatever the fuck uh, they're called. Speaking of Phil Spencer, Xbox uh-huh. Game Pass is in the news i guess was it xbox game pass was in the news or was it because playstation now was in the news i think it started with uh xbox and then okay. playstation now kind of released the stats a little all right after so xbox uh has like 10 million subscribers on game pass now that's, yeah. that's a lot of people that's across pc i don't people. believe that's ultimately i believe that's just across pc and console there's probably a lot more on console because i think technically the pc only version is like still in beta or something which is weird uh, it may be the yeah, xbox the app I is in beta think still the pc game PC. pass is full-fledged okay there's, there's only like 40 games on there or something that's the you know, only that's yeah. five bucks a month there's games you can play i still yeah. find myself barely using it i need to get back to Same. ori same. I keep my well. Right now, I'm not paying for it because I yeah. bought it all up front. <laughs> but I would probably keep that subscription had I not done that, just because it is such a great library. Um, but I haven't touched. I still haven't played Gears or, Tactics, or which is supposed Minecraft to be good. Dungeons. I yeah. I'm very excited very about that. I'm going to play that on launch. Oh really? Like, I didn't hear that it was short. The, that's the, what the, I, really? I saw. Jeff Gersman tweet about it, and he's like, "Yeah, we did a, like a quick look, and then after huh. the quick look, I suddenly found myself at the end of the game." Wow! Wow! That's a that's a huge 
that'll it'll it, i i, I don't know how long they played it being like but i mean it's probably something you run multiple times maybe this like is Diablo, a but and maybe this is a uh no offense to jeff gersman um <laughs> love him but uh maybe this is a like uh outer wilds uh, i don't know ship computer scenario where if where there's more that, to that it would or something. be interesting yeah that uh, seems wild but yeah i don't know minecraft it's it's a game minecraft Anyways, Dungeons, it's also a game game pass ps now yeah, yeah. so uh yeah game pass or yeah game pass is like 10 million subscribers and this week sony had some like uh, is it earnings calls is there they're detailing some stuff in like uh, to investors and whatnot and they were talking about ps now and what i love about this is they actually initially got the numbers wrong and their back end they made themselves look worse than they actually are uh, worse than they're doing their numbers were lower and in their initial um release of these numbers mm-hmm. but ps now subscribers are at two million uh you know a mere one-fifth of the game pass but they more than doubled their numbers from October of last year. So like within like six months, they more than doubled their subscriber numbers to PS now, which is when they reduced the price, I think down to 10 bucks a month and started putting some newer games uh, like horizon uh, God of war, I think is on there now, but they're rotating those games Mm -hmm. out still. So yeah, I still haven't tried it honestly. So I've, I've tried it a little bit and it's fine. Uh, I've not. It does. Yeah, no, like, I've, it, like the fact that you can download games now and not just stream them is good. It's been like that for a while, but I, yeah, I think the big thing with that service is that it doesn't have the newest games. So I'm not really, I, I've probably played it if I'm interested. There's some stuff that I haven't played obviously, but for the most part, if I'm interested in a game, I'll buy it and play it. So, it does look like Minecraft oh, Dungeons wow. is about three hours. Three long. hours? That is um, very so it's short. short. Especially. Yeah. It's also. It, the review I read says it is designed to be played on higher difficulties um, and the difficulties start to scale. So it has sort of that Diablo thing of like I've been playing a fair bit of Diablo three. And to be honest, you play the same content in that game over and over and over again. So. Um. All right. Next news store i'll be interested to see what they do with playstation now Uh, with they have to change it up i think but if if they want it to be a real competitor to game pass what they need to do is make it so that like day and date last of us 2 is on ps now and i don't maybe it is i don't know but that's the reason that game pass is so compelling is because you're basically getting access to every microsoft exclusive like i would keep paying for it because Every three weeks, I go, you know, I want to play some Sea of Thieves. And then I play Sea of Thieves for like three hours. And then I don't mm-hmm. touch it again for a month or two. But like, there are charming games on that service that you can play whenever. And you know, you're always going to have access to the newest Microsoft games that way. So if PS Now kind of gets to that point, then I would totally subscribe to it and not have to buy. Yeah. I mean, that's how I use like EA or origin access and i'm just like okay yeah, i don't want to buy yeah, anthem totally. for 60 dollars. i'll pay 15 bucks and i can play it right now uh yeah and I feel good feel about good it when i stop playing it 
I think the thing that would um, blow the entire like, I don't think PS now slowly getting better is going to change the 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 player no. base attached to Game Pass that much um, in the same way that like technically Hulu and Netflix compete. But like, yeah, you don't hear about like Netflix versus Hulu numbers that often unless you're deep in like business press. Um, but I still think that if valve were to figure it out and say, Hey, we're crafting a steam access thing that gives you access to these, this growing catalog of steam games that could be fucking wild for the industry as a whole. Uh, imagine what that curation would look like. Disruptive. (laughs) Oh, I know. I mean, I'm not saying this isn't a prediction. Like I certainly think like, but that would be wild. Um, Cause like Epic is kind of trying to do that with the mm-hmm. way they're just offering free games forever in a drip feed. But if, if valve was just like, Hey, we've partnered, we've, we've, we've partnered with a collection of independent and AAA studios uh, to offer a thousand games as part of a $5 a month thing. Cause valve is the kind of company that could figure so out a way to make every that game. work money wise. <laughs> or just the fact that they have like a shitload of money sitting in a war chest because they're, the most pro one of the most profitable companies mm-hmm. per capita or by like per employee in any industry in the world. So I don't know. That's the thing that I think would be super fascinating to see at some point. Um, Cause I think that could finally like push, I guess my point is I don't think PS now is ever going to really push game pass to be even better um, because they kind of, there's kind of a plateau there, but I think a company like valve could totally do that. Yeah. And it'd be interesting. Uh, if, Sony like really leveraged the history of the PlayStation with it. Cause there are still things you can't get like PS two games or unless they've been, eh, maybe there are some PS two games you can play. No, mm-hmm. no, you can play PS three games. That's what I'm thinking of. So you can play if like they get PS two games on there. Yes. They get PS one games as part of that. Then you could start to see like, you know, people for nostalgia. It is impressive because the player base between for PS now and or the player base, I maybe the player base is more evened out, but early on, like Sony was just, you know, crushing Microsoft in terms of console sold. I wonder what those numbers look like now. I don't know if Microsoft has said too much, but yeah, I would assume that I think Microsoft still just doesn't have very compelling yeah. first party software. I, I shouldn't say that. Microsoft has some really compelling first party software, but it's few and far between. It's not like every release is a really good one. Um, Like again, sea of thieves is a great game at this point, but it's not for everyone. It's, it's more niche. And that seems to be how they, their titles that they release tend to like gears. Tactics sounds really good. A lot of people just don't like tactics games. Um, Whereas Sony has kind of cornered the market on these huge budget quadruple a lush, you know, prestige yeah. television style behind the back action games that are very, very uh, approachable mm-hmm. for a wide audience. And that like it kind of fit in the middle of the Venn diagram of everybody will try a game like that. There's nobody that I've never met someone who's like. No, I don't play third person action. There are definitely people who are like, (laughs) Like, I'm over the Sony house style now, but yeah. Oh, I'm ultra over it myself. I'm, I could not be more over it, but I'll still play the next God of war because God of war is really good. So yeah, I would love for them. I would love to see 
Sony Santa Monica make a skateboarding game or something. Like I would really prefer these studios to God do something of skate wild four. and different. And I don't know. And I think that's where a lot of my cynicism around Sony comes from is it's frustrating to me that they have arguably the most talented, some of the most talented developers in the world. And they're kind of having them churn out the same stuff. Um, like I wish I kind of wish there was never a horizon zero dawn two, even though that's one of my favorite games of the generation, because it doesn't really need that. Um, and I would love to see Gorilla move on to something else, but I'll play Kill it because four. I love the character and I think the first game is brilliant. So, drink <laughs> Aloy. <laughs> that would make me more interested in playing. Uh, all right, she's a she's a she's a hell gas. But <laughs> uh, wrapping up real real soon here, but we'll probably have a meaty discussion on one of these two stories. But first, last week. We talked about how there was a sudden announcement of a Mafia trilogy remaster and that Mafia 1 uh, remake looking real nice, real sharp. But in the meantime, Mafia 2 and 3 were came out this week on the 19th. And, and apparently they're those. not very not very good. Yeah, yeah Mafia 2 like sounds rough, not buggy, really. And Mafia 3 is just Mafia 3 with all the DLC and like add-ons they did. So, yeah. Which is okay. I recent, mean, that game Yeah, it only came out a few years still. ago. Yeah, like it's three, only yeah, three from or four like, years. Yeah. 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 I, mm-hmm. yeah, 3 or 4. And it's good. It still yeah, looks it, fine. I mean, I don't know. It didn't need a lot. Uh, Mafia 2 sounds yeah. like the one that's kind of disappointing though. Oops. Um because that that game was like you could really do some cool stuff if you did the, some lighting and modeling and texture work on it, and they yeah. just didn't really do that. Uh, the screenshots I've seen actually look like a downgrade visually from the original, which is weird. Like they up the resolution, but then instead of optimizing it, they just kind of like lost a lot they, of. They depth took a four stuff. three image uh, and just stretched it out to sixteen by nine. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Not so much that, but like, there's just not as much like yeah. tessellation in the textures, and and um, a lot of the models seem to be a little less complex from what I was looking at. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's too bad. Because um, I want to play all three of those games after that definitive yeah. that remake of the first one comes out. Because I've only ever played the original first in one. In stark and a contrast, bit uh, there's been reports coming out about the Saints Row the Third remaster remake, and mm-hmm. apparently that is looking exceptionally good. Like it sounds That's- like. The, yeah, like, I, I think it's out, it's isn't it? Out, I believe. Or is it? Yeah, I've been hearing. Yeah. I yeah. saw some. It, it it looks it looks a lot better. The stuff that I have heard about from a gameplay perspective is like, hey, that game is a game from, from a while like, ago, nine years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I played it a couple years ago and was like, I don't like this. Uh, but um, but it looks nice at least for sure. Um, apparently, the power Kanye moment in that game, mm-hmm. thanks to QA, they said, "Hey, what if you listen to Kanye for the whole mission?" <laughs> and then they made it happen. <laughs> that's good. That that's I actually I love that part, and I wish that the game was just that part, and then it ended. <laughs> But I, I don't. A lot of the humor in Saints Row is very Dude. lost on me. I don't. I don't find it nearly Burt as Reynolds funny as most people do. That one is pretty funny. 
the whole Deckers I, die. There's mo- There's certainly the there's certainly that, moments that like, are really funny. Those uh, uh, the rickshaws just fucking explode. <laughs> it, yeah, some of it's some of it's good. It I always appealed to me more than uh, GTA. GTA, just because of the more like frenetic. Everything's like. Everything's very like heavy, kind of like your character. Just when they fall over and they're running, everything feels a lot more snappy in Saints Row. They're very different games, I despite think, like Saints Row being kind of a a parody of the GTA games. Yeah, kind of. A, I, I think was just say, it's kind I, of a fork oh, of San Andreas, but yeah. I think that I like the. I think both of the game, those games series, have some very problematic and dated and just downright shitty writing, even in the newer entries. Um, like GTA Five has a lot of that. I think I prefer GTA's style, even though I think again they're both not great in a lot of ways. Um, I think I prefer like the story and writing of San Andreas to. Saints Row the third because there's just times sometimes in that game where it's like I was watching a clip of the remaster right before we started recording because it came across my Twitter feed and it was like someone like talk talking really heavy shit about some woman just like ambient dialogue on the phone and I was like this sucks I hate this <laughs> and it there's a lot of that as I was playing it there's a lot of that it was like Man, this hasn't this doesn't feel good to listen sure. to in yeah whatever twenty eighteen played it murder brawl chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, there's elements that are great. Yeah, That's the, the thing. Flaw, uh, flawed games. Yes, it's very there, uneven. There certainly issues, but murder brawl chainsaw. I like the alien part when you're in the movie Is and that? then it's real. Wasn't that like the aliens are real? I think it's DLC. Or? I think it was four. I think it was the very end. I'm pretty sure it was three. three. Maybe. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It's right near the end. But you're like going through the movie set and then there's like a moment where it's like, oh, fuck, these are actually real aliens uh, and we could actually die. Uh, Yeah, I like that. That sequence was funny and Mm. good. You get to play a text adventure. (laughs) Oh, some of that stuff is is really good, too. Like the text adventure stuff, the stuff in the cyber realm where you're the toilet (laughs) is funny still. Um, Like mechanically that stuff is not aged well, but it there's, there's moments. I think the thing that I, that, that, that I, the stuff I don't like is the like attempts at lampooning the whole like mm-hmm. pimps and hose thing. I think it just comes across as like, you're, you're not actually yeah, saying there's whole, anything there's here. There's a character who's auto-tuned. You're just, <laughs> I, and that's funny, but it's leaning on tropes that are like, not great. <laughs> so that's why I struggle yeah. with a lot of that. So, yeah, so of its time. So don't play Mafia 2, basically. <laughs> That's what like, this all comes back to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe there's a new... It wasn't, there's a rumor there's a new Saints Row game in the works. Wasn't that a thing? Mm. Yeah. They think, okay. I think they've said they, there the is. The listeners said they're working on but, something and that it was rumored to be Saints Row, yeah. Okay. I thought that, that at one point, not that long ago, they just came oh, did out they? and said they're working on a new... Because cool. I saw a story that was like, new Saints Row is not going to happen until oh, after cool. March 2021. But that okay, there is something awesome. coming. All right. Well, our last news story has been years in the making. Oh, G two A, the online key oh, reseller, yeah. 
pay uh, has finally has to pony up and put their money where their mouth is and pay Factorio devs uh, Woob Woobe. <laughs> I don't know how you say this uh, developer name. W U B E Woob Software. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Silence from the peanut gallery. <laughs> I don't. I left on woob 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 woob. woob. <laughs> um, yeah. So G two A must pay Woob Studios thirty nine thousand six hundred dollars after an internal audit. Yeah, because they like were three hundred and something games, almost four hundred yeah, games. Because they were selling illegal keys, as everyone knows, G two A does. Uh, which is why they are so cheap. Stole. Yeah. The idea is these. Keys are bought with stolen credit cards. Someone gets the key, they get the game, and then someone realizes that there is a fraudulent charge on their credit card. And then the uh, the developer has to go through all these chargeback procedures because G2A was not helping with it. Uh, this blew up last year, I think, uh, when yeah, it's been a thing for a yeah, while. There but last year, like up. some very outspoken devs and publishers and people in the industry talking about how bad and kind of predatory G2A is with that stuff and how they abdicate. They're just like, Oh mm-hmm. no, it's not our fault. We don't do anything like that. That's uh, mm-hmm. it's awful. And they said something along the lines of if you can, pr- if we can prove any devs who want to work with us can prove that we sold stolen keys, we'll pay them back tenfold or I believe it's tenfold or some ridiculous amount. That's how they got to $39,600. Off of like a hundred and something keys that they determined stolen after an internal audit because they couldn't come to terms on a outside auditor. Yeah, I don't know uh, right. why that is. Which is usually a good sign that something is yeah. going on that <laughs> one party knows uh, is going so, on. <laughs> yeah, so out of I think still more than fifty percent of the keys that uh, Woob Studios. Uh, said were stolen uh more than 50 percent at g2a admitted oh we like okay yeah these were these were stolen and we'll pay you back for all those stolen keys they are the only studio that took them up on that offer everyone else is like fuck off no (laughs) we're not gonna work with you i mean it's it's probably a lot of work um and time for a developer to go through all that shit like you're literally like pulling email records yeah. and financial records. And for a really small studio that doesn't have the, the funding to like have people who work purely in administrative capacities to manage all that, it was probably literally people searching through inboxes and yeah. for old Excel documents. And it's understandable yeah. why that would be the case. So it's kind of shitty for G2A to be like, oh, we'll work with you when they could just do the audit mm-hmm. themselves and under see like, when you're buying bulk keys from places like <laughs> obviously a lot of and them are going to be stolen. I don't know. And if you don't buy stuff from V2A, <laughs> uh, like, okay, we'll work with you. You're starting to like lend legitimacy to a site like that. And a lot of totally. these people do not yeah. want to give them any I, legitimacy, which fair. I respect Woob going through the process to, to, to like make it happen yeah. and prove like they knew that it was a, problem and then they it was born out and they recouped some a little bit i mean forty thousand dollars in the grand scheme of things 
who knows how much that actually affects them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I don't know where they're located. That could be like 40,000 USD could be like half of the cost of living for a year for one person, depending on where you live. So, yeah. So I don't know what the exchange rate is and what cost of living is where they are. Um, That might be kind of a pittance, frankly, um, for a studio. But either way, uh, yeah, I don't know. G2A, what sucks is that a lot of people don't know. We Like I have friends who um, I was talking about some game as being good and we should check it out sometime. And like two of my friends were like, Oh, I found it for really cheap on G2A. So I bought it there. And I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> and had to like, go find the article and explain the whole thing. And they were like, Oh no, I didn't know that. I will never buy from yeah. them again. Um, but a lot of people just don't pay attention to this stuff and they just well, Google the game and like coupon and or discount. The and G2A name G2A used to just be up. everywhere. If you watched esports, like they would sponsor yeah. tournaments and they would, you know, totally just have yeah. their, their shit everywhere. So I believe Pie seemed... caught some flack for having a video sponsored by them. And people are like, really? Like, of course the biggest YouTuber is going to get sponsored by one of the shadiest, uh, key sellers out there. The biggest, yeah, really shitty YouTuber is gonna get sponsored by yeah. a shitty, shady reseller. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, the the mm, the Factorio devs are in Czech Republic, so uh, Prague. Oh, I thought they were Polish. Cool. No, the uh, but G two A has offices in the Netherlands, Poland, and Hong Kong. Apparently, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, G2A did play like, oh, well, when stolen keys are sold, it hurts us, too. And like, really? Does it hurt you? Uh, (laughs) I mean, when you get caught and then you would say you're going to pony up 10 times the 10 times the value of whatever was uh, deemed stolen, then maybe that hurts you a little bit. But yeah, you think uh, when you're selling that many stolen keys, uh, $40,000 probably isn't that much. If you can afford if you can afford to say, well, pay you back 10 times, you're probably doing okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that's going to do it for news today. Unless anyone has any last minute things they want to talk about. Uh, that new Scooby Doo movie came out. Scoob. Yeah. Scooby Doo. The Warden and the Ponch came out. Oh, what what was that thing about green skin rework? uh, uh, Nolan's Nolan has a movie that's going to play in Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I thought that. I thought that that they were just playing Inception in Fortnite. It sounded like there was multiple movies, but yeah, I think it's going to be Inception because it's its tenth anniversary coming up, and then and then probably like Dark Knight Rises or something. I am one surprised that they're putting that movie in Fortnite because it's not really a kid friendly movie. Um, So it's interesting that they're. I'm kind of glad because I. I think that the potential for that hangout space to be like a place where you can go watch movies with your friends is a really cool thing. Cause like, yes, watch parties exist on like Netflix and stuff, but this is an instance where you can like have an avatar in the world that, that is like representative of you and like goof around and stuff while the movie's on. It's cool. Yeah. It's, 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 it's neat. So I think it's cool that they're doing that. And I think it's cool that they're playing a movie like inception that like, adults would want to watch um because i i would there's i would totally meet up with some adult friends in Fortnite and watch inception sure what if watch, watch dunkirk in inception what if they 
or if in they fucking, did not like, in Inception. Oh, <laughs> if they did wild shit with the like environment, Bullet. that would be kind of cool. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be extra cool. Yeah, they won't, well, but that I would mean, be very cool. You know, they, if, like you know, you go into like the uh, the snow part of Inception, like the the Arctic base or whatever they're at, and then like everything's snowy the, around you. The only reason neat. I s- the only reason I say they won't is because um, having attended that, yeah. having messed around with Party Royale and attended that that concert, there's a space in Party mm-hmm. Royale that's just a movie screen. So like yeah. they had clearly been planning this stuff, and the idea is that you just go there and sit and watch the movie. Um, but it's still, I don't know. I still think that it that there's some cool you, stuff. You, you know could what do movie I would that. watch in uh, Fortnite? It's, it's Good Burger. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah, that'd be so fun. That'd be super fun to sit and watch and you put your dumb costumes on yeah. and like do Fortnite dances and, and then you ride have, ATVs around while Good Burger's giant on. Totally. Kel Mitchell doing the Orange Soda Boy dance. Hell yeah. <laughs> YouTube Orange Soda Boy. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for this episode 122 of Gaming Fix on May 23rd. I almost thought that said May 32nd. I was like, what is going on? I originally put it in as May 34th, so you're not far off. <laughs> May 23rd, 2020. I have been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite breakfast pasta. You can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Pat, where can people find you? You can find me in all places where I want to be found at PJC plays. And you can find me in the crucible. If I play any more games of that as just Pat, because it just uses your steam name. So before you play that game, make sure your steam name is something you want to just show random people. Isn't that what most, wait, isn't that what most games do? I mean, uh, it's what's yes. A lot of games do that, but not stuff like smite, for example, which I also launched from steam because smite has a whole account linking thing. Um, a lot of current, uh, competitive multiplayer games on steam are tied Mm -hmm. into other services. So it does not do that. This is like one of the few that I had played recently. So I was just like, Oh yeah, that's just (laughs) my name. Uh, and it was it was a little okay. uh, I was surprised. Uh, Alex, where can people find you? Probably sneezing. That sneeze never came. <laughs> oh no! Uh, well, good luck. You can find our podcast on Twitter at Fix Podcasts. Uh, you can find us on the internet at Fix Space, where you can find some reviews. We'll have a couple of reviews going up this week, including one from our friends at Super GG Radio going up. Probably by the time you hear this, Probably. or the day of so Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. What day is it for you? Saturday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> time zones. It's Sunday for me. I don't know what's going on. What is time anymore? It's an illusion. Uh, and if you head over to podchaser.com/slash/gamingfix, you can leave us a review, uh, which we would really appreciate, and uh, you can help us improve the podcast. Yeah. So thanks for doing that. Leave us the movies you'd want to watch in Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, email us at fix dot at gaming at fix dot space. There we go. That's those words. Gaming at fix dot space with your questions and comments, hopes, dreams, aspirations. What, what skill did you learn in quarantine? Or what skill did you not learn? I don't know. I've, there's a lot of those. 
I'm 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 zeroing in on, nice. on ten congratulations. Lost, so you can you can improve yourself I, in quarantine. A nice two it's possible. Two lost. We'll see if I can. Yeah, you're starting at a better place. Than yeah, me, but I've though. also been at <laughs> bouncing up between two and one pound. Just like stuck in this limbo. It's like, yeah, it happens. That happened to me for the first three weeks, and then I lost like yeah. a lot in the space like a, of like maybe two more maybe weeks. you just started the bike stuff after me. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week with another podcast. So long. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.